There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. TGI Friday, everybody. Welcome to the Lori and Julia show. Filling in for Grant today is me. Ellie. Ellie. <laughs> How are we doing today, ladies? We are awesome. It's Friday. It's Friday. Colleen, they're having a pie party right now. It seems surreal to think we won't see her smiling face. Hi, guys. Have a good show. We're running Every across day. each other in the bathroom. Every day. Because we're in the same bathroom time zone, you know, with her. So, yeah, it's going to be... Uh, this is what I'll do. I'll pretend she's on vacation I know for a while. Uh, and that's a great thing it's for a, us to do. Yeah. Protect yourself emotionally. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I can hear a lot of festive pie chatter going on out there. They got a bunch of uh, keys. Pies, oh, I know. Coconut cream, a Boston cream pie. Cherry. Cherry, they, apple. And, and the black and white cake that they're famous for. The white cake. It's got a famous name. Oh, yeah. It's like it's a, a famous. It's like a French silk. but it's No, it isn't. It's else. a cake. Yeah. It's a cake. No, it's all oh, pie. French, no, there's a cake. Oh, is that it's Boston cream? Pie. That's Boston he, cream pie. That's Boston cream oh. Colleen is a pie girl, which is why I said that to her. Pie, they have had that thing, pie or pie cake. Pie cake. I'm pie, pie, I, I pie. I pie. I pie. And I pie. Colleen is firmly on the pie side. Oh, so, 20 years working with Colleen around yeah. here. We will miss her yeah. um, and happy for her at the same time. And fun yeah. changes. Dawn is going to be hanging out with Bradley. Oh, my God. Mike, is Mike, Mike in there? Mike is Mike is, in there? Yes. Mike, Mike just stepped out for a minute, but he's excited he's, to move around. He's going to get pie. As we will go get pie at the first available opportunity. We've been waiting for the pie to be cut. I mean, it really, she's got bouquets and flowers. and 20 years is a long time. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Very, very much mm-hmm. so. And she and Bradley have done the show together for 11 years because yeah. she had other iterations of other shows, you know. That she worked on and different departments here. Right, right. We've just been stuck in the studio the whole time. She had other things she did around yes, here. Yeah, she uh-huh. really did. Happy I Friday, mean, Laura. I, I'm so glad it's Friday. We've got yeah. a fun weekend planned. Next weekend is a fun weekend. Two weeks from today, I'll be in Seattle with the Mutti. There you go. Oh, that sounds so weekend. much better than here. I I knew it. I, I, you know what? I'm kind of excited because I have not been home for five. Like it's, um, this is the fifth, would be the fifth Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. And um, I'm even looking forward to seeing, you know, my mean sister. Oh, you're so She funny. has a good uh, Christmas Eve She has blowout. a great party. And I got her a really really funny um so i went to i got invited to the electric fetus they had a customer appreciation or friends and family anyway kim who's the merchandise buyer there and she always has the best stuff and i do always uh do some christmas shopping at the electric fetus 
And last year got really, really cute. You always get some fun stuff from there. Yes, you do. So I went shopping last night and I got my mean sister a tea towel that just said something like, um, you're a mean one, Mrs. Grinch. No, no, no. (laughs) Just something, um, like something about it being in the kitchen and she's doing all the work for all you biatches or something. It's a snarky, funny, she'll love it, but it's a nice tea towel and got my brother a Prince luggage tag. Oh, what a great thing that is. I got a couple of hats and I found, I really found a lot of, now I can honestly say I am done, done. You, I'm uh, shopping. Yeah. Feels so good. Now uh, the part I hate, which is wrapping. Wrapping. So what am wrapping, I doing? You're going to buy bags. I'm going to buy bags. Bags and tissue. Bags and tissue. Bags, bags, bags. bags that's are, a little cheap. I mean, uh, wrapping, it's, 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 a, it's a traditional good that's wrapping means a lot. That's in your house. That's in your house. Don't make it be our thing, Ellie. We, you own that yourself. With the nice bags. We're going with the nice bags. We're going the nice bags, but I tell you, the, it's all that stuff, paper, it's gone up. So I'm oh, hoping. Yes, it is. I'm hoping that I have a a thing down in my basement, some kind of a container. I think I do. I have a ton. I have to give a shout out for the dollar store in this situation. Okay. In this very situation. And I'm shouting out the electric fetus. Yes, the dollar store, which is like a dollar and ten cents now. They have all those bags in yeah. different colors with tissue. Bags. I mean, really. It's perfect. Yeah. I can't be bothered to wrap. I'm so lazy, Ellie. I like the pretty gift boxes that are already designed. I do I do like the gift boxes where it's like beautiful wrapped gift and you just like lift, lift off the off lid. Yeah, I yeah. loved the fake, remember the fake gift boxes mm-hmm. I got one year for the boys that said that they were getting this and that and I still have those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom did some of those, like the gag gift boxes. Yeah, yes. they're funny. Anyway. Very funny. Well, I'm, they- I'm jealous. I'm going to start making cookies tonight and get going. There's a lot. Are you making cookies this year? I oh yeah no wait a minute what is it I'm doing you're making bars bar but bars are cookies they are you're according to Rick bar? Nelson for the That's Star right. Tribune are you making your bar cookies yes. your Christmas crafts yes yes I am why do you make it so early because I don't have any time next I have something every night for yeah, the next it, it, ten it. days and you I just have what? to get ahead I feel like I'm gonna have to make my damn cookies that you guilted me into on Sunday and then I'm going to have to hide them from my husband oh. You put them in the trunk of your car. In the garage. In your car. And then he'll never know. And I'm not, I'm not. What's well, uh, an idea? Yeah, I'm not having those things. I'm wondering around. how my hubby's going to do with these around the house. With what? The if cookies? he's going to eat them. Well, keep them in the garage. Mm-hmm. I mean, keep them up on a shelf. Keep right. them out of the way for you and him. Oh, I have to hide them for me. Yeah. That's the number one thing. No I, kidding. I've never been able to really. I remember that one time I uh, ate like. Well, you got sick. I had a diverticulitis attack. I had like five squares of my co- Christmas crack cookies, and you said they're good. They're so and good, they're addictive. It caused me. Some I remember kind of a, you had a huge. Sugar is my. Uh, I have the beginnings of diverticulitis. I don't need to say anything <laughs> my, more than that. But. My mom got it from popcorn. Oh yeah, That's you can, yeah. can trigger it. No, <laughs> seeds. It's, it's a some horrible, but sugar. Alcohol, alcohol can be, you know, like nuts and stuff. But so, yeah, I've always now just been a half of one of your bars right. is all I can have like in a day. Right. I really want to have two. I'm so impressed that you can stop. Well, yeah. Be, well, if you, you have to, if sick, you get if, exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. All right. So. That's how some people feel about drinking. They get bad hangovers. Oh, they don't drink. 
Why? Because of it. They're painful. Uh, the a bad hangover is yeah. the, the worst. Here's me with the wooden leg and a pirate that's, you know, the empty, you know, this is like, fell her up. Ladies, <laughs> regular. Oh no, let's make it Chardonnay. All right, listen. Our story we can't get enough of your boyfriend. I know you're married, happily married, Julia, but your boyfriend Martin Short and Steve Martin absolutely roasted Fallon last night. From the minute they got on the show, it was just epic. It's our story we can't get enough of. Okay, wow. um, so Steve Martin and Martin Short were on with Jimmy Fallon last night, and it was basically an eight-minute roast. It was so funny. Did you get a chance I, to watch? I've watched clips of it. I okay. have it taped. I will watch it tonight, but they're... Hysterical. And, and they're we're promoting gonna, their thing tomorrow night in Saturday Night Live. Yes, they're on with uh, Brandy Carlisle. It's a epic episode, but one of the things before Ellie plays the... And we're just going to start at the beginning from the minute they sit down, but they played this game... Where they were asking asking Alexis different Alexa different questions, and as I'm watching it on my TV, they're asking Alexa the question, and my Alexa is answering at the same time as Alexa on the TV. I mean, it's all completely synced up. So- That's hysterical. <laughs> that no happens delay. with my Alexas. No Doesn't delay. it? Yeah, I mean, it's horrible. It, if I so, don't have one, when but you, yeah. If you watch that, your Alexa will be talking back and giving you these different Christmas answers to things funny. that they were asking. But if we can just roll it, they come out. Um, Steve, Steve Martin, you know, he sat furthest away from Jimmy Fallon. Martin Short sat right next to him, and he had some black and white striped socks on, and he's just so physical, you know, but hysterical. he's hysterical. Here we go. Welcome back to The Tonight Show. We love it. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. Oh, it. please. James Kanye Fallon, we adore <laughs> doing your show. <laughs> you know, it's true of all the late night shows, this is the easiest one to fall asleep to. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. I, first of all, I think that your comedy is just brilliant. Thank I do. You. I was watching them all like, you, to me, your comedy is like crypto. I don't understand it, but I admire it. Oh, <laughs> Really, tell, tell me what you, were, what you were telling about why it's finally the right time to suspend the Constitution. What, what did that mean? Well, I don't want to do that. Uh, Jimmy, yeah. if Marty starts humping your leg, it's best to just let him finish. Oh. <laughs> it's gotten me through a lot of flights and dinners, I'll tell you that. Oh, my God. And i got to say, I know this is not right. First, I say your beard. I was going to make a little fun of it because I thought at first it looked like, you know, a COVID mask that they cut a mouth hole in. But... <laughs> Okay, that's funny. I, I actually love the beard. I you really do. do. do I, like I miss the cold sore, but I like the <laughs> beard. <laughs> Honestly, the cold sore? When, when, when I grow a beard, yeah. I look like the guy in the Western who goes, Dagnabbit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not used to your beard. It's kind of jarring in person. It's like seeing Steve with a tan, you know? Oh, yeah. So no, Steve, is, Steve is whiter than a Mormon golf team. I mean, it's... <laughs> But you don't. You look great. You look. You look like the offspring if Santa had sex with an elf. Oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Makes you look like a cool youth minister. Oh, you know? thank you. But honestly, I think I think you do look like you look like you bathed in testosterone. Yeah. Oh. And I'll tell you what. It's given you that buff Marjorie Taylor Green physique. <laughs> I'm excited that you guys are you're hosting Saturday Night Live uh, this weekend with musical guest Brandon. That's right. 
that's a big deal. Very big this deal. Is a big and deal. She, she's a genius, you know. Yeah. yeah. She's and fantastic. the truth, we are we are very busy, but we always have time to come down here and do uh, five to seven minutes with you and uh, possibly ruin our careers and destroy <laughs> everything that we've built. Well, that's yeah, always a risk. Yeah. But yeah. it is exciting. I mean, I don't, you know, Steve and I think of ourselves as the Lennon and McCartney of comedy. Oh. No one else does, but we do. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, are you going to play the banjo on Saturday? No, I'm not. You're not playing. No. Thank God. Mm -hmm. Why not? Uh, I'll tell you why. Because the cast voted. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Now, listen, when he pulls out his banjo, people in China beg for lockdowns. Yeah. That's <laughs> interesting. Oops. <laughs> Thank you, Sonna. Thank you. Everyone had wandered I'm off, but I'm here too. I forgot. Yeah, you can't just put it. me down and then ignore me. That's true. <laughs> I, I, I want to say I saw a very funny promo that you guys uh, did. Oh, okay, for we're, we're good at with that. Yeah. This is the promo we posted yesterday. It's it was hysterical. They also uh, said that they were like the co-anchors on Good Morning America without mm -hmm. the office sex. Yes. I mean, it was one zinger after another and they were on for two segments but the first one they just roasted fallon i can't wait yeah i can't wait and you know i saw gene hack did you see her at all oh yeah she was Jean on camera smart. From Jean smart yeah so now i'm giving her the name gene yeah. hack yeah she was delightful too very that was a too good good and Catherine zeta jones was great on the couch with seth myers because oh, she's in um wednesday well but she's promoting national treasure it's oh. a it's a eight part miniseries on Disney Plus like oh. next weekend, you know the like Nicolas Cage so National Treasure that and she plays kind of a villain archaeologist and with blonde hair and she did a little bit of talking about Wednesday because of course Fred Armisen is Seth Meyers band leader and he plays Festus yes. quite memorably Uncle Fester Uncle Fester mm -hmm. quite memorably in the one episode he's in yeah. Quite memorably. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know who it was, and I'm like, I know that guy, I know that guy. And he then I read it the next day. He was married to Elizabeth Moss for a whole year. Mm-hmm. And he is in the band on Seth Meyers. He's the drummer. Yeah. I think he's the band leader. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so Catherine was actually uh, very good on the couch because she had two fun things to talk uh -huh. about Wednesday and then this national How treasure. Fun. Yeah. So it was a good night of late night, and I love Jean Smart. She just... She looks amazing. Uh, she was, she just. I've loved her since she was Charlene on Designing, Designing Women. Women. She I was never, so great. I miss Designing Women. That I know a, that you loved it. I loved that show. I just kind of miss that. I just the timing. I yeah. think of when it was on, it just didn't fit my life. But yeah. I, I will say this back to Martin Short and Steve Martin. How many people are going to watch tomorrow night, Saturday Night Live? Oh. I'm very excited for them because they do. They're funnier than funny. Yes. And I agree, don't bring out the banjo because the minute... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That I, There's something about it's a really particular taste mm-hmm. to like banjoing. Yeah. Reminds me of Hee Haw. Yeah. Back in the day, if you ever had to watch it, I feel like you lived in Japan when Hee was on. No, I had a grandma that liked Hee and so, The banjo thing, I just don't like it. Because she liked that, uh, you know, Roy. Roy. Oh, Roy, he was the banjo player, and it... The big guy, the big guy, whatever his name was, I can't think of his name. Yeah. But, um, and then, um, I think... did, was it last night or the night before that Fallon had her on and she was, sang The Beauty and the Beast? It was um, last night, I think. Was it last yeah. night on her ukulele? Oh, no, that's a cute instrument. It was really cute. I didn't see that. I'll have to go find it. I love, I, her. I, I love her. I yeah. love and her. her. I love her. Her real name is Gabriella. Ga- Gabriella for her movie career, you know, her acting career. But um, yeah, it is always kind of a who's on first if you talk about her and you don't use Couldn't it in the right way. Who? Right. who? Right. Her. Her who? H period E period R. R period, yeah. But she does sing the Beauty and Beast, Beauty and the Beast on the ukulele. It was really quite oh, lovely. What mm-hmm. a, it was a fun stuff. But yeah, fun like, stuff well, before next week when it all goes down. That's right, but nobody's on. Everyone's any. peaking right now. Yeah, there. I think there are some late night shows happening uh, next, next week. week. Yeah, but yeah, they're all gearing up because stuff is that's dropping. You know, the people want to get the interviews over so yeah. they can get off on their family trips or wherever Absolutely. they're going. Anyway, it was just really, really a good episode. James Kanye Fallon <laughs> just started out right away. Loved it. All, all right. right. Listen, we come back. It's all anybody is talking about the Sunday night TV show that has its finale this Sunday, The White Lotus. Oh. Kevin Bacon in the old 97s. That's called... Here it is, Christmas time, and it's on the Guardians of the Galaxy, this latest, you know, movie Movie, that's out. Yes. The soundtrack. I just love it. He's so... He is. He was on Fallon last week and saying that with the old 97s. Call him a triple threat. Triple threat is right. And... Julia, I know you don't watch the show, but I you're don't. out of the zeitgeist I not am. watching it. Um, okay. The White Lotus. Talk amongst yourself. Yeah, The White Lotus, the finale is Sunday night. It is um, just like it did, I think, with the first season. It builds steam as it goes along because it does. it has a slow start because they have such a multiple story arcs storylines you know, story yeah, to get put together yeah but uh chris conley did kind of a fun report for good morning america this morning about the finale and people going wild about you know who who's the murderer who got murdered blah 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 because it's wrapping up this sunday yes, night. It so is. let's hear from chris watch all those lion liars guesting at that swanky sicilian resort on season two of hbo's compulsively watchable series the white lotus is this the uh, normal size of a bus Fans awaiting Sunday's 80-minute-long fatal finale. <laughs> it will reveal just which White Lotus visitor turned up dead in the water. Hashtag the White Lotus has more than 286 million views on TikTok alone. I have so many White Lotus theories. What is this image in the background, and does it hint that Ethan and Cam may be more than friends? I think Daphne is the killer in this season of White Lotus, and here's why. 
the six previous episodes this season, averaging a mighty 9.5 million viewers across HBO's platforms, making it the number one title overall on HBO Max for five consecutive weeks. The show goes viral every week since there are so many different characters and storylines to get involved with. That viewership building on all the acclaim season one received, winning 10 Emmys in all. And the Emmy goes to... The White Lotus! Outstanding limited or anthology series. And Jennifer Coolidge, breaking bigger than ever thanks to fan favorite Tanya, winning as well. And brought back for season two for more of the between the sexes intrigue, outrageous deceptions, and power balance battles that all help make White Lotus a social satire sensation. Just ask the stars. You're going to fall down. You're going to freak out because what's going to happen is unbelievable. Sign of appointment TV's robust return, even in a viewing era that's still defined by multi-episodes all at once binge watching. Mysteries abound, but not for too much longer. And a third season of The White Lotus has already been greenlit, and that means that posh place in Sicily won't be the last resort. Oh, Chris, we see what you did there. Do you have any, do you have who you think it's, it is? Well, who died and who killed the person? I, I've had a couple of theories, but I mean, I was really shocked at how many people on TikTok are deconstructing everything about right, the White Lotus. Right. 286 million? That's crazy. That's unbelievable. And I also, you know, I'm getting really a kick out of the storyline about the gays being obsessed with Tanya, just like gays men are obsessed with Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, you know, they are. You know, yeah. I mean, they're obsessed with her since Legally Blonde. Yes, yes. exactly. And, and um, um, people are also, you know, they go into so many things. But one thing that I think that, that I was struck by after like the last two episodes. So there's two characters in their 20s on the show that are main characters, Portia, who's Jennifer Coolidge's assistant. Yes, Ta- yes, yes. She's Tanya and, and Portia's her assistant. And Albie, who's the grandson of F. Marie Abraham or Abram, and then um, Michael Imperioli from uh, The Sopranos. And so they're playing a grandfather, a son, and a son going to the family roots in Sicily. So his name is Albie and Portia. And so they're in their 20s. And I will say that... Um, I think what that show gets right, because here they are, they're in Sicily, they're on a trip that somebody else is paying for, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. But they're still in their 20s, so it's, you get the, you get the misery of being in your 20s that you only get after hindsight and you're out of it and you look back and you go, I'd never repeat No, I can attest it's pretty miserable while you're in it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. I mean, since COVID ruined everything that was fun about being in your 20s. Kind of, it kind of did. And I think 20s are the, like, the hardest years. And just that you're figuring out stuff, you got this, it's just not as fun as you think it's going to be because you're not quite a grown-up. And and what I, we've talked about this so many times before, Lori, is what I think in the 20s is that it's the year, each year is like a dog year. You mature five years. Yeah, there's a lot you of learn, growing up. There's It's such a, a, a decade where you yeah. grow up so much. Well, you're constantly changing jobs. You're constantly moving. moving you're constantly yes. like dating new people. It's yes. just a period of, of constant change. Yes, and we also see through the eyes of Portia and LB, you know, looking at, you know, what people that are older are doing. And one thing that Tanya said when she was warning Portia to be careful 
about the boy who says he's um, the guy who owns this villa that yeah, they're yeah, staying yeah, at yeah, in, yeah. in Palermo for a couple of days. She's having hot sex with him, but she also busted him uh, having sex with his quote unquote uncle. So obviously something is going on there. Uh, yeah. And so she said, I just, you know, I want you to be careful. Have your eyes wide open, you know, about what's going on. She says, you really remind me of your when I was your age, you know, you're eager, you're naive, you know everything, but oh, you don't know anything. And that's the big thing. That's they, all of you that. You know everything, but you don't. But but anyway, the way it was a touching moment because Tanya is pretty self-absorbed most of the time. The that's Jennifer Coolidge. The Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, yeah. So it was just kind of sweet. I I'm. You love it. I, I love I and, love the social satire, like they said yeah. of the show. It's really. It's good, and it's an eighty-minute episode on Sunday night. Well, you're not going to believe what I did. What? I watched Harry and Meghan. Oh, the thing I said I would refuse yeah. to watch. I have yeah. absolutely no interest. Yeah, and I just turned it. I I got home from tennis last night very late, but you can't go to sleep. Right, you're all wound up. So, yeah. um, we lost. I just want to say. Okay, but our team won. Um, I put it on and. It was just kind of background. I was just kind of, you know, stretching out and doing some mm-hmm. things. And then suddenly I found myself totally absorbed. And it's completely different. The headlines, like you've been telling and saying the Daily Mail, they're just picking apart everything and putting up brash headlines. But basically, the first episode, and I watched half of the second one. I'm so glad, it's, it's, Julia. Well, I couldn't, well, I loved Meghan Markle on Suits. I loved that TV show. I loved her character. And I, and I, you learn more about her history, her story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of a history, you know, let's look back on our lives and everything. And then you see kind of the, through the lens from a different size, what it would be like to have someone watching you, taking pictures of you, photographing you, listening in, trying to find an angle, trying to get you caught, trying to do all these other things all the time and it made me have empathy um i don't like how he did mexic how they did all that mm-hmm. i disagree with that um think hopefully it'll all mend and somehow they'll yeah. be brothers again but i do think i was intrigued yeah. i was intrigued watching it and i really have no i really don't like these two that much i haven't watched i mean but i loved them at the beginning and so it was really kind of a nice it's a nice show. Yeah. It was it was interesting to me because of the flashbacks to like what Harry was like as a child mm-hmm. and you know how his mom tried to protect him from the media and how you can say, you know, we had to just sit there and wait for 500,000 camera people to take our picture from my ankle when you just want to go down a ski hill. Yeah. I mean, just kind of some different things you would never think of in your life. Mm-hmm. And again, they're royals, but I just But it makes different... sense why Harry would, wa- would want to leave and protect his family because I, and he I get knows all that. It. I just, how it was handled to me personally, I think that there are other things. But that's things, but... also been tainted because Agreed. of how the British press reports on their so foul. I mean, imagine this: the British media have worked up people, and and they've got like they've got specific columnists, and you know, people. Pierce Morgan was practically having a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. But they're more so angry at a private business, Netflix, paying for Harry and Meghan to do this documentary than yep. Prince Andrew. Getting in a yeah. lawsuit about sleeping with an under eighteen year old and then paying her sixteen million dollars with taxpayer money. 
I think they're, they're more outraged. And Harry and Meghan are breaking up the royal family. They're yeah, but esteemed. really, is that shocking? They've always just wanted to despise that. And Pierce Morgan is the biggest. Yeah, but, but I do think, Lori, and back to this, and you think about the Daily Mail always plays dirty. They are so dirty, I mean, and yet they're the ones that also get the royal rota, and they yeah. get the benefit of the doubt. They're it's, just, it's, I'm not tainted, there yet. They've tainted, I think, perception. Perception, because it's relentlessly negative. She is attacked and attacked and attacked. And it's it's just interesting to go back. Well, I'll be watching this I'll, weekend. I'll be curious. Yeah. I mean, I really was... I was sad I fell asleep. Yeah. All right. But well, I was, you know, late, late, late. Well, but I really, I was shocked. Yeah. Good. So I wanted to share that. Yeah, I'm glad you watched it. Well, listen, we've got a little bit more uh, TV news when we come back. Supposedly, we have confirmation on two uh, Beverly Hills housewives are coming back. And Gail King weighing in on Escandalo. Okay, so um, Andy Cohen was so delighted because his good buddy Gail King was in the clubhouse last night. Wearing skims. Oh, was she wearing oh, skims? Oh, yeah, she, she was, was wearing skims, Kim Kardashian's line. And, um, you know, and I, I have to say, you know, I saw Jason here today, and he came in to say uh, goodbye to Colleen. And the first thing I asked him, I said, uh, what's the word about the escandalo of TJ Holmes and Amy Robach over at Fox? And he said, oh, girl, it's all anyone talked about for a week. And why they didn't just have those two be off the air? My for management like, didn't yeah. help them and say, you guys, this is... Let's figure this out, but first of all, you're not going to be away. in the air. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, here's Andy Cohen asking Gail King to share her thoughts on the romantic revelations that have uh, swept the headlines for a solid week. And Amy led on the late night shows last night, the At Least Entertainment. Yeah. Because of her comment to the paparazzi. Right. Don't you people have anything else to do? Something like that. She's- it's over. Thanks. Yeah. And so that got played on Should've all. Should have never said anything. I know. But I a, think in the moment it would be so hard to. No, so. that's where you pay $50,000 yeah, to your PR She's guy. smarter Just than that. Sh- yes. She's smarter than that. You can tell it got to her. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I'm sure her person said to her, can you walk outside with your dog for 10 minutes and smile and look pretty and turn around and come back? Can you do that and not say one word? No. No. <laughs> so here's Gail King weighing in. Gail, I got to ask you, you know, all hell is breaking loose over at Good Morning America. <laughs> oh, gosh. And of when, all when, the questions I was hoping <laughs> no, I know. not talk no, 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 about No, 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 but I'm not, I'm not asking you about what's going on over there. Okay. I'm, I want to know, when all hell is breaking loose at GMA or the Today Show, do you come into work and you open the paper and like, thank God it's not us? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I mean, I look at the situation and I do, do say it's very interesting what's happening over there. Right, right it's, right. it's just gotten very messy and very sloppy. Yes. I, I do think that. Yes. You know, because in the beginning, I actually thought, let's good on Good Morning America. They're saying they're not taking them off the air, two consenting adults. But then the more you read, it's just very messy. And I think it's just, a, to me, a sad situation because you've got kids involved you've right. got families involved and i right. keep thinking about that yeah, I, yeah. I, i'm very concerned about that okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. very she needs to put it in concerned about uh, that but you know then uh, page six had details about the the woman the producer the married producer oh. that tj holmes was oh, having i don't know any of that Nat- uh, natasha thing did her husband know before this week that she had an affair? Possibly not. Who the oh, hell knows? But horrible. Natasha fell in love with TJ, uh-huh. and he had a key to her apartment. So, sure. 
you know, because her husband lived like in Connecticut and she had a city apartment. I mean, it's a surprising that not everybody is banging everybody on all these burning shows with people living in, you know, Franklin Lakes. and Well, that's like you, Washington, you know, D.C. Yeah, because yeah. you don't always live in Washington, right. D.C. Right. But anyway, but she, I love uh, Gail. Say, I'm very concerned about I that. I know. I mean, Gail King called you sloppy. Sloppy and messy. Oof. Oof. And I think it was really directed towards TJ because... Um, I would agree. Yeah. I think a lot is directed to him. Yeah. And not her. Yeah, I would agree. But she's uh, saying but, in general, and she's getting a lot of headlines because it's the first time we've had... I mean, you haven't heard of anyone on GMA The Morning Show. They haven't touched it. No. Cbs had a little story on it on their morning show, and I don't think the Today Show. Yeah, I don't know if they have. The thing that you and I were just talking about off the air is as management, they knew this was happening. They knew it was all going to blow up as management. But but Julia, they didn't know that he'd had an affair with a married producer. They didn't know he'd had an affair with other people. Possibly all they knew about was Amy. Right. And Amy had assured them that she it was, was separated from her husband. And they were like, okay, you know, and yeah. TJ said, I'm getting divorced. So they were blindsided, which means that nobody reported it or it was covered up somehow, yeah. which is why they have oh. the investigation into the escondado. Okay. Can I tell you something? There's a story about her net worth now, Amy Robach. Oh, yeah. No, she can have, I mean, they just... I do feel for her kids. I feel all those kids yep. are all in their teens. Yeah, I feel for them. That would be I the feel pits, for her. to have your yep. parents' love yep. life splashed out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Last night, five million people showed up to say goodbye to Detective Rollins on Law oh. and Order SVU. Did you watch it yet? I didn't watch it. That's a weekend show. But she played Amanda Rollins for twelve seasons. She was written out when they couldn't come to a salary resolution. Because she's entering her 12th year. They wanted to cut the budget because she's older and costs more. And, you know, Mariska gets paid a ton. And she, uh, I won't say what happens, but their executive producer. I told you that yesterday. This this really good guy that they liked is in hot water. The 50-year-old writer and producer has been accused by more than a dozen people of being a big Bully, being mean, mistreating people. You wonder if that might be part of it, too. Yelling, having yeah. a hair-triggered temper, making inappropriate and demeaning comments. You would have think this would have come out sooner. But I tell you, this stuff is so slow to come out because it's all about protecting whoever is the, the person with the power. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Grant and I were talking about we were looking forward to watching the last this one this weekend, yes. And if you're watching Slow Horses, you know the Gary Oldman. Yes, I started it with slow. Do you? Well, it does start out slow, but you do you know that um, Strange Game um, is, which is the theme song that was co-written and sung specifically by Mick Jagger for the show. Really? Yes. So maybe don't fast forward. Take a listen to it because it's based on the best-selling book series by Mick Heron and adapted by the Veep um, co-writer. And it follows a group of British intelligence agents whose mistakes got them relegated from the elite MI5 to the dismal slow, but it's S-L-O-U-G-H house, but they call themselves the slow horses. And they're led by this very grumpy, jaded Jackson Lamb, Gary Oldman. And they work together to solve uh, crimes. And uh, he was a fan of um, the book series, 
ahead of the thing. And so when they asked him, would you be interested in doing this TV theme? He said, yeah, I, I kind of like the, the new take on an, an a spy story, kind of an it's anti... Really, it's really good. I just... Anti-James Bond. Yeah, it's and, got a slow grow. Yeah. And, you know, I was just thinking of the other time I heard Mick Jagger do something specifically for a movie was the movie Elfie, the remake. Yeah. And um, he did Old Habits Die Hard. Yes. And The Blind so. Leaving the Blind. And he... That whole soundtrack was by Dave Stewart of the Eurythmics. And Mick Jagger, Jagger, yeah. Which is a great soundtrack. Yeah, so the theme song is really good. We've probably never paid attention to the lyrics. Surrounded by losers, misfits, and boozers. Hanging by your fingernails. You made but a mistake. You got burned at the stake. You're finished. You're foolish. You failed. So listen to it. It's kind of good lyrics. Yeah. yeah, I know. All right, fun. All right. We're going to take a quick break. <sighs> I never got to my house. Well, we'll we've got tickets to give away. Side. We've got other things yeah, coming up. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Okay.